It's mid-November, Thanksgiving's right around the corner, and Christmas is coming quickly. What does that mean? It's gift-giving season, and we're going to talk about that on this episode of Fishful Thinker, the podcast. I'm Chad Lachance, and you're listening to Fishful Thinker, the podcast. All things fishful, all the time. Hey guys, Chad Lachance here. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Fishful Thinker, the podcast. Of course, brought to you as always by the fine folks at Sportsman's Warehouse. You can visit them at 140 plus stores nationwide or at sportsmans.com. Please consider Sportsman's Warehouse this gift-giving season for all the outdoorsmen and women on your list. Guys, it's mid-November. Actually, it's going into late November at this point, and uh, busy guy. I'm a busy guy. Lots of hunting, lots of fishing, uh, great time to be an outdoorsman, and really fun time of year in general. From now to the holidays is always a fun time of year in general, and, um, and I'm happy to have you guys tagging along. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but I spent five years working in Sportsman's Warehouse. I worked behind the real bar. Uh, I did so because I was learning about the buying public. It wasn't that I needed the money so much as I wanted to learn about the Joe Average hunter and fisherman, what they knew, what they didn't know, what their buying uh, concepts and preferences and, uh, and processes were, things like that. Well, invariably, over those five years, that also includes five holiday seasons, we got lots and lots of people that would walk in the store that were outdoorsmen themselves, they were buying for other outdoorsmen and didn't have any idea what to get or how to make it something a little bit more special. And I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, well, first of all, let me back up a tiny bit. If, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a really good chance you're an outdoorsman yourself of some sort, hunter, fisherman, or something. So I realize that I'm talking to people that may be um, buying for other outdoorsmen that are fully aware of what's going on with what those people need or want or subsequently um, can use. Now, if you have no idea, let's say that somebody shared this podcast with you, it really is going to pay to have a pretty good idea how those people fish. And that was the number one thing that happened uh, when I was working in sportsmen is, is a guy or girl would come in, I want to get something for my friend who hunts and fishes, I don't have any idea. Okay, well, no problem. Well, what kind of fishing do they do? Well, sometimes lakes, usually rivers, doesn't really narrow it down for me. I need to know what kind of fishing they do to be able to offer you advice as a store associate. Well, what happened is I figured out that there were so many people like that that I really needed to develop gift-giving ideas that were not necessarily... Um, for people that you know exactly what they need or want. Obviously, gift giving is much easier if you know exactly what little Johnny needs for his fishing tackle, um, or little Jenny, as the case might be. So I'm going to assume that you don't know exactly what they need, and therefore I'm going to dissuade you from getting a couple of things. I used to tell people all the time, get them consumable items. Uh, consumable items, something for the outdoorsman might be uh, fishing line or sinkers or fly leader or tippets or um, soft plastic baits that you're going to go through lots of, things like that, things that you consume over the course of a day's fishing, as opposed to durable items, something like a rod, a reel, a rifle, something that's going to last for a long time being a durable item. So I used to tell people get consumable because people get, go through a lot of that stuff and it can be difficult 
uh, or, or it can be not difficult. It can be, uh, let's say, uninspiring to have to purchase for yourself. The problem with that re- recommendation is that if you don't know what brand or style of, say, line or hooks or fly leaders they need, uh, you're going to end up buying a brand or something that they may or may not want. And that's not really a great gift giving scenario. So I kind of got away from that. Now, Having said that, if you know that so-and-so likes Trilene XT, well, then buying consumable stuff is fantastic because nobody likes to buy that stuff. It's not a lot of fun to buy fishing line. It's not a lot of fun. There's not a glamour in buying fishing line. There's glamour in buying a lure that you have to choose and you're all careful about, oh, man, I really want this color and that. That's a different story. Buying fishing line is like buying socks, not super exciting. And speaking of that, I'm going to get back to socks here in a minute. But um, that's why I've gotten away from consumables. So the the remainder of this podcast is going to be about items that you might not really be thinking about or ways to make other items more personal. So let's start with little Johnny or little Jenny on your list. If you've got a kid on your list, uh, if they're really young, like they don't fish at all, then I say get them, you know, a Barbie pole or a Snoopy pole or whatever the case might be. And the reason is this. Tie a one of daddy's crankbaits with no hooks on it on the end of that and let them cast with it. And I'm talking about a two, three, four-year-old. Not talking about fishing. I'm talking about casting at targets because it's been my experience that a three-year-old perfectly into that game of throwing at a kiddie pool or whatever target you have out there because kids like to throw stuff. So it's a good way to get them tuned into casting but not necessarily fishing. That is the only scenario where I recommend you get a Snoopy pole or a Barbie pole because if, if, if little Johnny or little Jenny is old enough to actually fish, say they're four or five years old, and you're going to actually have them fishing, then I'm going to say get them a four and a half foot ugly stick. Um, and the reason I'm going to say an ugly stick is an ugly stick is a much um, durable, very durable uh, fishing rod for one. And for two, they're available in some small sizes. So a four and a half or a five foot ultralight or light powered ugly stick with an underspin reel is what I'm going to strongly recommend you get. Not a thumb button reel, not a push button reel. And the reason being is the next logical step for little Johnny is going to be an open face spinning reel. So if he learns to cast with a um, underspin where it's controlled where the line is controlled with your index finger as opposed to your thumb the next natural progression is much easier plus that same reel can then be moved over to a full-size spinning rod uh, as little Johnny grows up and gets ready for headed towards an open face reel the next one you buy him can be a regular spinning rod he can put that underspin on it and then from there you can move it to a spinning reel so that's my recommendation for little kid the other thing I recommend for kids that are young, uh, and I mean young, say under under the teenage level, is a pair of cheap polarized glasses. And why cheap polarized glasses? Well, I don't even have kids, but I know kids are hard on stuff, and it's not really justifiable to get them a high-end pair of glasses. However, a cheap pair of polarized glasses will open their eyes, so to speak, to the whole world of riparian habitat. What lives in that shallow water? What's all around the edge of the lake? What are those bait fish and those minnows and those frogs and all that stuff that you can't see without polarized glasses? Now, I'll be the first to say, cheap polarized glasses are not fantastic for seeing stuff underwater, but they're better than non-polarized glasses. So get them a cheap pair of polarized glasses. Incidentally, 
if you've got a hardcore on your list and you've got a budget for it, a pair of Costas goes a long ways towards enriching the experience, so much so that I have filmed uh, 330 TV shows over 16 years. Not one of them has been filmed without my Costas on because it's the most important piece of fishing tackle I own. So uh, nobody likes to spend a bunch of money on sunglasses, but a pair of high-quality polarized glass lens sunglasses is a fantastic gift to receive no matter who you are, even if they already have good polarized glasses. A different colored lens will go a long ways. For instance, real quick, I wear two basic lenses 99% of the time, either Costa's Green Mirror 580 or their Sunrise Silver. Uh, and the reason is one's for low light, one's a highlight lens. And if you got questions on those, shoot me an email. I'll be glad to help you out with that. I've been a lens tester for them for a very, very long time. So the two items for kids, either an underspin and spinning rod that's four and a half feet long, like I said, an ugly stick being my, my first choice on that, or a pair of cheap polarized glasses to get them tuned into what's going on around them. Now, let's say that you've got a less than hardcore angler on your list. That somebody that's relatively new to fishing, maybe they're a young teen, or maybe they're just somebody that came into fishing late in life. That's the easiest one to buy for, in my opinion, because they haven't really established strong brand preferences and things like that. So in that case, consumable items are good. Um, knowledge items are good. And so I would look at things like that. So again, fishing line, hooks, sinkers, whatever, um, whatever style of fishing you can discern they do, the more you know about what kind of fishing they like, the better off you are. And if you don't know what kind of fishing they like, stick to generalities if at all possible and, uh, and get them just basic um, fishing line, a tackle bag, things like that. Now, one of my favorite things to get has nothing to do with fishing, and I'm going to talk a lot about non-necessarily fishing or non-specific items here for the next few minutes. Um, I believe the items that make you comfortable in the outdoors are extremely valuable because it doesn't matter how good the fishing or hunting is. If you're freezing cold or you're wet or you're miserable, it is not going to be a good good experience for you. So I strongly recommend having high quality outdoor stuff that will keep you comfortable. So one of the first things I'm going to say is a, a pair of, of socks, but not just socks, alpaca wool socks. And the reason I say alpaca wool, it breathes a lot better than regular wool and regular sheep's wool. And I am a wool junkie. I love wool socks of all kinds. But if you really want to step up the game, Alpaca wool, which is a little bit more expensive, but breathes so much better. Uh, very high insulating qualities and excellent for people to get cold feet. There's nothing wrong with, with regular wool socks, but if you really want to push the issue, alpaca wool socks are fantastic. Nobody wants to buy socks, and a good quality pair of socks is going to be somewhere between about 20 and 40 bucks, and that sounds really high. But a high-quality pair of alpaca socks will last for years and make somebody very comfortable along the way. So just a thought there, wool socks. Along the same lines, gloves. Again, not a glamorous item. Nobody wants to buy it. Also, nobody wants cold hands. So a good quality pair of gloves. I have probably a half a dozen pair for fishing and another half a dozen pairs for hunting because no two gloves are the same. Some are thin, some are thicker, some have fold back fingers or thumbs. So I have access to my fishing line or reel to control it. 
uh, or your trigger fingers, the case might be, but a pair of gloves, a good quality pair of gloves of some sort is another thing that will help keep people very comfortable while they're in the field. And along those same lines, um, personalized comfort items can be really good. And it's a, it just shows a little bit more, um, I, I guess, personal, which is the term I just used. But um, so, for instance, a company like Rep Your Water, they make beanies and socks, uh, all of high-quality materials that are very specific to, to certain species of fish or certain styles of fishing. Something along those lines is a good call. So, yeah, okay, my wife really loves brown trout, uh, and I like to fly fish with my wife, so how about a brown trout beanie that is stylish and yet still made out of wool and, and whatever the materials need to be to keep it you know, stretchy and comfortable and warm? That can be an excellent gift right there as well. Uh, and I strongly recommend that, that that is better than a just a plain beanie which shows a lack of imagination because it, it, it pays homage to their passion and that can be really good. So any sort of a comfort item that will keep somebody more comfortable while they're in the outdoors uh, is, is something that I feel is, is excellent uh, for people. And I don't really think it can be overstated, that comfort level. So if it's in the budget a high-quality wading jacket or something along those lines can be really good, or rain gear, as the case might be. Again, depending on where your budget is, high-quality rain gear can be relatively expensive, but the flip side of it is it's invaluable when you need it, and again, it's a thing that nobody wants to buy. So that can be an excellent thing uh, to buy as well, except something like rain gear. Stepping away from comfort items, another thing, another, I guess, uh, concept more than thing that I think people um, outdoors particularly like, uh, regardless of what kind of outdoorsman they are, if it's somebody that likes to cook and they're an outdoorsman, you can walk in a sportsman's warehouse and get anything from cast iron skillets, griddles, or Dutch ovens, all of which are potentially family heirloom items. Uh, can have them for a long time. They're bomb-proof, leads to tons of good quality food, and it's just a very traditional outdoor item. Those are fantastic. I think something like that is an excellent call. Uh, Same thing, a high-quality small cooler or mug, coffee mugs, of really high-quality ones, though, not not a cheap plastic, you know, insulated travel mug, but a good quality one. And uh, a lot of those are metal with some sort of coating on them. And I'll get back to that in a minute. But a good quality mug can be excellent because outdoorsmen always drink coffee uh, or, or something along those lines. And to keep it hot during those cold mornings is important. So something like that is a good call. And again, I'll come back to that one in a minute. Another thing along the lines of food and cooking for the outdoorsmen is... Um, ingredients. But I'm not talking about proteins, things like that. I'm talking about maybe jerky cure. Um, You know, you can buy kits for making jerky. You can buy brining kits. You can buy all sorts of seasoning or fish fry. So if you've got somebody, maybe you're looking for stocking stuffers, a couple things of the seasoned fish fry. If people like to cook, 
can be excellent. And again, you're paying uh, some respects to what they love to do. If somebody likes to catch crappies and fry them, well, getting them some kind of seasoning and frying mix, whatever, can be excellent because it's you're just, again, encouraging their passion. So I think cooking items are fantastic. It's something they can share with you. And again, ingredients of some sort never really go out of style. Uh, Another cooking thing along the lines is a very high-quality fillet knife. And I don't know any anglers, even catch and reliefs guys, that don't that, that have a good quality fillet knife. And a good quality fillet knife is a handy thing uh, or a boning knife for a person. And, and that's, a, again, something that nobody really wants to buy, but that when you need it, you need it, and it's handy to have. And my boat, I release 99% of the fish that I catch. But some fish aren't releasable, or sometimes you want some fish. And so I keep a fillet knife so that when I run into that scenario, I can fillet them quick and have, make the best food value with it. And that's, uh, you know, the, the respect for the quarry that we talk about here at Fishful Thinker all the time. So a fillet knife or an everyday carry knife, something like that. Outdoorsmen are always using knives, and that's a good one. Now, I'm going to change gears a little bit because I'm going to talk about a concept more than a specific gift. And this one came about for the same reason I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast. Somebody comes in, they have no idea what the person on their list wants, needs, or can use um, for one. Or for two, they have an idea, but they want something more personal. Well, here's my answer to that. Get whatever it is that you think they might need and then have it personalized. And what I'm talking about here is, let's say you have a fly fisherman on your list and they need a fly reel. Go get a fly reel, but get one that's aluminum or get one that's got a metal body and then have it engraved with their lucky number or their name or Christmas 2023, whatever it is you want to put on it. Uh, have it engraved, and therefore you have heavily personalized that item. And just for the record, you can do the same thing with a spinning reel, or not every spinning reel, but most spinning reels. Uh, same thing with casting reels. They can be engraved, and that will make for a very personal gift. And it's something that, okay, a spinning reel is cool, and we all need spinning reels, and nobody likes to buy them, but a personalized one is something they're going to have for a long time. So I'm a big believer in that. And incidentally, that same concept can go with a kid's first 22, or for that matter, a husband or wife's rifle or gun you might buy, or a landing net that you have either laser engraved in a wooden landing net or engraved in a, on, a, on an aluminum body like my Frabel nets that I use. Put my lucky number on them. I'm extremely superstitious. My last name is Lachance. I'm a superstitious guy. My lucky number's on all of my landing nets. Well, if you have somebody that, that you know needs a landing net, get it engraved. They'll have it forever. I promise you it will have more meaning to them. Along those same lines, a backpack, a soft tackle bag that doubles as a backpack. They're all the rage these days. Shorebound anglers use them a ton. But even if it's not a backpack style, even if it's just one you carry or you shoulder sling, have it embroidered, same thing, with their name uh, or whatever the case might be. It can be really... Um, step up the meaningfulness of it, uh, not to mention the ownership of it. So 
you can have those embroidered and that will, will make that a much nicer gift than just a basic thing. And if you want to spend a little bit more money on it and really show them you know what's going on, well then maybe put some Plano 3700 plastic boxes in there with some tackle in it or whatever. So you can make something like a tackle bag be as expensive or as inexpensive as you want based on the one you buy. And if you really want to get crazy, fill it up with all kinds of stuff and then you're, you're golden right there. Um, that's a, an excellent one. And I think that something like a tackle bag is, again, something people don't want to buy. And uh, when you make it personal, it's even that much better. So I think that that's a good call there. Um, the other thing that I'll throw out there that I, I no one definitely likes to buy, but that is an excellent thing to get in a gift, and get in the mail, I should say, or get as a gift, is somebody to buy a pass, a, a hunting license, a fishing license, a state parks pass, a county parks pass, whatever it is that, that gets your barrier of entry so you can get out and do whatever it is that they like to do. Uh, buying that for them is an excellent call because, again, nobody wants to buy it. Do I want to spend, you know, 80 bucks on a parks pass? No, but to get one from a, from a relative or a friend for Christmas would be fantastic. So um, that's an excellent gift in my opinion. And then this last one I'll throw out there is a little bit self-serving, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it anyway. And, and that is either a guided trip, a lesson, uh, something along those lines. And the reason I say that is the gift of knowledge is basically what I'm going to get at. So it could be a fly tying lesson. It could be a casting lesson. It could be a guided trip where you buy a deposit or pay in full, but it's even just a deposit. Uh, in most cases, certainly with mine and in most guides, that deposit is refundable. So if you buy it for somebody and they don't want to go on that guide trip, typically you can exchange that or refund that, I should say. Um, in my own guide business, certainly we do that. But the deposit is more reasonable for a Christmas present. It might be a little bit out of the budget for some people to pay for the full trip. But a deposit lets them know you're thinking about them and you want them to go. And then when they pay the balance of the trip... Um, they, it's much less for them. So that's another thing that I think is, is good. And then the last one is, and this one doesn't cost any money at all, just go fishing with somebody. It takes somebody fishing that's on your list that would really want to go and that maybe doesn't have a boat. And it's somebody that you know that may, maybe it's a cousin or a nephew. Uh, take them fishing. Spend time with them. I posted on the Fishful Thinker Facebook page. I was looking for gift ideas like a third of those items were more experienced than they were gifts. And I'm fully down with that. I'm a, I'm a fisherman by trade. We live on experience, not, not on, on stuff. And that can be the most important thing of all or is the most important thing at all, S spending some time. So give somebody a quote-unquote gift certificate for time in the outdoors. You're going to take them in the outdoors uh, and take them on a fishing trip, you know, and it sounds a little cheesy. I get it, but I guarantee it'll be well received. And it's something that you can't buy. It's a matter of your time. And in most cases, particularly if you're a busy person, uh, you don't get to spend a lot of time outdoors with people. Do it. If you're a mom and you don't even like to hunt or fish, go tag along on one of them. And your kids or your husband will appreciate it or vice versa. So that's something there uh, that I think is, is um, probably the most important gift of all is your own time and, uh, and passing uh, some of that on to other folks. So 
I'm going to end with this. There is no shame in a gift card. I never have met a gift card I didn't like. I always use gift cards. I know that's a self-referencing criteria, but realistically, people, everybody likes a gift card to their outdoor store. So a gift card to a sportsman's warehouse never, ever gets old because at very least, the, the outdoors on your list can get whatever consumable items that I started this with, they can get on their own because they'll know exactly what it is they need. So uh, no shame in a gift card, easy to mail, uh, very versatile, of course. And, uh, and just, again, by getting it at a store you know they like, uh, it's going to uh, be well received. So if you guys have any questions, suggestions, concerns, or anything you'd like to hear, podcast ideas, anything else, please reach out to me, chad at fishfulthinker.com. I'll be glad to take care of answering those best I can, whether it be here on social media or wherever. Uh, if you want to join the conversation on social media, you can do so at Fishful Thinker on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Especially, we hope you'll check out our YouTube channel. We're 600 and some videos there these days. Would love to have you check that out on. Otherwise, um, our new episodes of Fishful Thinker start airing first week of January. We're wrapping up our current season now over the next six weeks. And then uh, first week of January, new episodes start there on Altitude Sports and Entertainment and World Fishing Network. So hope you'll check those out. In the meantime, thanks for listening. This has been Fishful Thinker, the podcast. <laughs>